Welcome everyone to another episode of Ascend and Transcend. I'm your coach, Elizabeth Pearson. And today we have an incredibly special guest. Her name is Tamisha Harris. She is a producer for MSNBC. She's also been a producer for CNN, uh, BET, a lot of other incredible networks. And she's going to share with us today why it's important to be our own publicist and what we can do. Uh, She's created a course called Picture Perfect. We're going to talk all through it and we're going to give you some hot tips for how to start getting yourself press right now, even if you aren't an entrepreneur. Somebody who has a typical job, you should still be getting press and being your own publicist. Let's learn how. Welcome to Misha. Thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, we were chatting a little bit before we started recording and I was telling her how I thought it was so amazing how she's taken her journey and all of her learnings and now is really making it accessible to other professionals and entrepreneurs and people who feel like they have something to say. So welcome to Misha. And can you do me a favor and just give some of our listeners a little bit of background on how you got to this point and just how hard it was to get to the place you are right now. And having worked at CNN and NBC and all of these top tier news networks, yeah. what that journey has been like. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Elizabeth. It's such an honor and a pleasure to, to be speaking with you and to be on the podcast. This is, you know, you and I have been wanting to do this for some time. So thanks for having me. Yeah. You know, um, in news, I started, I did not start out in news. That's number one. I started out in um, television, the entertainment side of television, not necessarily the information side of television. So I started out, you know, doing uh, reality, reality uh, television. I started out with uh, producing my own reality show. And then from there, um, I I was hired with the UPN Network. And they hired me to do casting for America's Next Top Model and producing a promotions producer for Girlfriends and all those fun uh, shows yeah. that you saw, you know, uh, Everybody Hates Chris, all those fun shows. Anyway, yeah. from there, the CW acquired us and I went on to work for the, I think it was BET after that. And then okay. Warner Music Group doing documentaries and uh, music videos. And then from there, when the budgets uh, kind of shrink, uh, shrunk, I went to um, New York to um, do news. And, yeah. you know, for me, um, you know, it was difficult because uh, I am a producer on, I'm a set producer not necessarily a journalist producer. So that's something that I needed to learn um, from the bottom up. And luckily, you know, I was lucky enough to, uh, in New York, once I was fired from a couple of places, (laughs) I was lucky enough (laughs) to to come across an executive producer who said, you know what, you are incredibly smart. I can, you know, over, overnight, you know, over, I can put you on the, on an an overnight schedule and teach you how to produce news. You know, you just have to work a crappy schedule. I'm like, let's do it. I'll work a crappy <laughs> schedule. You know that kind of thing. So, um, yeah. he taught me. His name was uh, Alan. I can't remember Alan's last name, but he taught me. I worked at RNN for three years, and then wow. from there, um, I got a break at CBS as a writer, uh, which was, not, you know, coming from Indianapolis, working for one of the top three networks in the country. Um, CBS, when you see that name, it's like CBS. I work right. for CBS. They hired me as a writer and uh, I worked there for 14 months. From there, the number one news station in the country called me, which was ABC. 
And that was mind blowing. I worked there as a producer. I learned so much. It was incredibly hard because you're working with, you know, the top people in the business. And so there's a lot of, you just have to develop that thick skin and accept the criticism because there was a lot of it, uh, rightfully so. And, you know, I learned. Right. But like, look at the trajectory of your career, right? It's incredible. And now you're at MSNBC. I am. Yeah. So from there, I went on from uh, HLN, CNN, and then went on to MSNBC, uh, which has just been, you know, an amazing opportunity uh, for me. You know, and then uh, do you want, did you want to talk about the, you know, teaching people how to, or how did you want to go from there? Yeah, I think so. Because, you know, full transparency, Tamisha gave me my break on CNN, (laughs) HLN. I'll forever be indebted with her. And it was really early here. I think it was like 4 a.m. because it was 7 a.m. in Atlanta. And, you know, my brain isn't totally working. And as much as I prepared, there was this total brain fart moment where I was set up to make a response. And I was just like, yep. And then it was like dead air for like a painful, (laughs) what, two seconds. And I was like, oh, my God, I blew it. And I think this is probably a lot of people's fear, right? And this was like, I had been doing TV for like a year and a half. I, You know, this wasn't my first rodeo, but there is yeah. something different when it's national and when it's mm-hmm. for the big leagues like CNN. And so yeah. I often tell people, I say, you know, you have to be your own publicist and you don't need to be a coach or an entrepreneur in order to think that this could be beneficial. So if you could just yeah. give us a little bit of insight on why you think it's important for people to be sharing their stories and how how they can position themselves as that, you know, specific um, subject matter expert. Yeah. So for us, you know, in news, the business is about you. So it is, you know, important for us to listen to these pitches and and get emails from you all. You know, the experts. It's that's what that's the business we're in. We're in the business of of uh, telling the stories of other people. Otherwise, there would just be a blank you know, a blank show, a blank screen. So it's important for people to know what, you know, understand, you know, their position in whatever industry they are in, develop their strong points, and then reach out to us, reach out to the producers and, you know, figure out, you know, what does it take to be a subject matter expert? Um, And that's one of the things that I talk about in the course, in the course that I have, you know, what does it take to be a subject matter expert? What are producers looking for? When do you pitch to us? Even down to the time, not just the days, but the times and the times of, you know, the months that, you know, if it's aware, if it's an awareness day, if it's a season, depending on what the, what your, your expertise is, all of those things matter. And you won't know unless you actually talk to a producer. And we think about publicists. I, you know, I coach publicists all the time, media relations companies all the time. And they're like, oh, because we were wondering why you never emailed us back. And we were wondering why we can't get our client to, you know, on your show. And he, here are the reasons why. If you don't talk to a producer, you'll just be kind of walking in the dark. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And and you taught me that. And her course is uh, Picture Perfect, and it'll be linked to the uh, episode, but absolutely yeah. check it out. It's a, it's a complete steal for the potential return on investment that you could get for it. But she outlines everything. And I was lucky enough to be on a Zoom that she was on supporting Chris Winfield. And she was just throwing out gold. I was like frantically scribbling <laughs> things down. And the main thing was like, reach out to producers, right? And we have LinkedIn and you can do some LinkedIn research and you can find out who it is. But one of the biggest things was like, find out when their pitch days are, 
which was huge, right? Like don't go pitching somebody at seven on a Monday morning if their meetings are on Wednesday and things like that. So, you know, it's so funny to, you know, to your point, when you say, you know, during that, during Chris's uh, Zoom call that I was just throwing out these gems and jewels because there's so much to know. And it's like, if you're emailing us and you're like, I know I have a good pitch. I know I have a great product or a great service, or I know, you know, I'm, you know, if you're an attorney and you want to speak on a particular case, you know, I know I'm, I know my stuff. So why are they not calling me back? Because there are so a lot of people know their stuff. um, But then also there are so many other variables involved. And if you don't know Mm -hmm. them, then it's like, you know, we could absolutely want you. But if you don't right. contact us or you can't find the right producer or the right, you know, time or the right angle for the story or has or do we even cover that kind of news? Those are the things you need to know. <laughs> right. Who is the audience? Right. Who is the viewer? Right. And approach it. That was another thing that you recommended. Like, think mm-hmm. of yourself as a producer. They're trying to get valuable content to their audience. And so when I was pitching CNN, you know, that was like right at kind of the beginning of the pandemic. And it was like everything was being shut down. And everybody's I think it was about parental stamina. You know, everybody was just starting mm-hmm. to slowly lose their shit. And so yeah. it was this wonderful, relevant in the moment topic that we could talk about. So I love that you said that. I think there are people out there that have imposter syndrome and they think, you know what? I'm not a trained media expert. I don't think I'm going to be able to speak well on camera. Well, guess what? We've all been speaking on Zoom for the last almost right. you know, two and a half years. I think that yeah. your comfort level is probably higher than you think it is, right? And you should still at least try. You need to try. And then I'll, you know, you, know, you and I, it, I always tell people, from national news, I'm a national producer, national news producer. From national news, there's no way to go, there's nowhere to go from there. And so it's important to start out on local news. Start out where yeah. you can make mistakes and grow. And, and that way a whole millions of people are not watching you fumble because it's a very small club right. for us producers. You know, now you remember your situation, uh, Elizabeth, when you were on air, that was that happens to all of us. It, that just happened to me when a gnat flew on my nap my, my lip. I'm like, uh, but you got to keep going. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. That's and just how did. it is. And you did. I know, but it was funny because that is the only time I've ever stumbled on TV. Isn't that how and it goes? I was like, why does it have to be on CNN? You know what I mean? Like it was, <laughs> that was, but you know what? With some creative editing on my reel, we just cut that little piece out. You know what I mean? I just think this out. is the other big piece is like people don't want to invest the time yeah. in crafting the email, doing the research, setting up the pitch, sending it, doing the follow up. But you guys, this has a real impact on your money. <laughs> like I try it to has a this. real impact on your money, your reach, your, the awareness, people knowing who you are. That's it really is everything. And if you can yeah. secure a spot with the producer, you can even get it, get one of us to return an email. That's gold right. for you. It's gold for your business. It's gold, it's gold for your brand. And it's good for the producers too, right? It's the best for us because because what it does, and I know you and I have talked about this, what it does is for us, when you email us and it's a great pitch and then you know I re- help you refine it, I'm able to go into my producer's meeting with the ammunition that I need as a producer because my job is to find the amazing stories out in the world. So if you can right. give me your amazing story and then you know I'm not going to, you know, I'm going to help you 
you know, refine it and make sure it's, it's, right. it's right. If you can send me two or three pitches to go into my meeting with, then I look smart, not just right. you. You're not just going to be the only person. So it, we all win. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I love it. And those are yeah. clips. Those clips that you can get, or just to be able to put something like that, even on your LinkedIn, if you're not somebody who's an entrepreneur, has your own business, say you are an attorney, or say you're somebody in you know, marketing or sales or something like that, to your point, do your research, find out what's relevant at that moment, try to yes. align it with a network, and then do your pitch, because that's something that can live on forever in your LinkedIn. Absolutely. That gives you so much credibility. And then once you have that, not only are you more valuable to your existing employer, but you start to get Mm -hmm. noticed from your SEO Mm -hmm. on LinkedIn from all these other opportunities. And then you can negotiate a higher salary, right? It can all come back to your money. It will always come back down to your money when it's television because people see you as the expert. When you are on television, people say, okay, well, that's the top person. That is the person who is at the top of their industry. So that's the person I'm going to call. It doesn't matter if you... Are not. I had a uh, a finance expert on uh, one of the networks that I work for, and he was okay. He was he was fine. Here's what I loved about him, though, Elizabeth. He was consistent, and he mm. pitched me every single week, and he brought us Chick Fil A to the news station. You know what I mean? Like, yes. <laughs> I just lo- I, yes. we love that. Like, just be aware of what your producer wants. Be aware right. of the viewers. And be consistent and know what's going on in the news. I always say that. Just understand what's going on in the news and what angle, um, you know, we're looking for. And if you don't know the angle, pitch, pitch, and then ask the question. Hmm. Um, Is is this something you all would be interested in? And if not, you know, pitch us something else. You have our ear. So go ahead and and take it. Oh, my God. I love it. You're so empowering. It's like, yep, just do it. And... She's so right. I mean, anybody who's kind of on the fence thinking, I don't even know if I should be on podcasts. I always tell people like, go on Podbooker. It's a free platform. Create a guest profile and start booking yourself on some podcasts. Then do some local news, write some LinkedIn articles. And then before you know it, you'll feel more confident to pitch national news. But I think too, the last few years, I know I really have dialed back over the last year. I haven't been pitching at all um, because it it is always a lot of work. It, well, it is, but it always felt like COVID was leading. And before that, it was the election that was leading. And then all yeah, this that's exactly right. night, nightmarish shit that's been going on in the world, it just felt like there wasn't space. So do you feel like that's starting to turn? Or are you still seeing a lot of the priority going to these top headlines? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely turned. It has turned. Uh, you know, okay. we have, we dedicate probably one block, whereas one block to news. And my newscast, when I'm creating the newscast, I may have COVID in there. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas before last year, the whole newscast was COVID related. Right. If there, so it, it's not so much. The show I'm working on now is politics, but if I were still mm-hmm. at CNN, then I would build my rundown to, or HLN, I would I would build my rundown to include more than, definitely more than COVID. That's, that's no longer a top story unless, you know, something crazy happens or, you know, yeah. other than that, it's probably the, the third story in a show. So yes, to answer your question, the news cycle is turning and we are interested in other topics for sure. I think people just yeah. have COVID exhaustion too. It's like, and it was even yeah, like with the election. Yeah, people like they're ready to be done with it. It was just so bleak, you know, every day it was, yeah. and I, I was- Two years, here we are, right. it's two years. Yeah. I know, 
So are there any topics that you feel like right now, obviously your show is really politically directed, but in, in in general for like an HLN or, you know, um, local news is going to be different, but how are you seeing some new trends kind of emerging where there is some popularity around certain subjects right now? You know, one thing that I'm fine, I'm hearing is just kind of like the buzz about is let's not be so like get the bad news out of here. People are tired of hearing about the mm-hmm. bad news. So if you have good news, especially with with morning shows, pitch morning mm-hmm. shows good news. People yeah. want to hear that. So if you have something good or if you have, you know, a brand new bit if you're local, if you have a brand new business opening, start start pitching those things. Now is a good time to do that. Because it, it takes our minds off of COVID. It takes our minds off politics and all of the bad things that are happening. And to be honest, we're just getting a lot of stories about suicide. And so, you know, because we do a service to the public, we have to make sure that we are not, you know, aiding in negative right. feelings, you know? So pitch, pitch feel-good stories. Try that. Especially, especially morning shows. Yeah. Yeah. And morning shows are yeah. pretty light. I feel like they're yeah. like, um, I did my first ever on air was with KTLA and mm-hmm. it was, it was Easter Sunday. And it was mm-hmm. so funny. My agent was like, can you do this? It's Easter Sunday at 8am. And I'm like, I'm there. You know what I mean? I was like quick to ditch the family <laughs> right. and like the Easter egg hunt. I'm like, get me out of here. I'm going. Mm-hmm. And it was great. And they were just kind of casual. You know I mean? It's, it's a little bit different, yeah. right? Cause it's like, it was local. Yeah. But um, brought everybody Starbucks and we had fun with mm-hmm. it. And I That's just felt best. like, yeah, like the producer, it was a skeleton crew because it was a holiday. So they, right. I think they really appreciated somebody coming with their shit together and being able of to course. like get through it and make it easy. It was just one less especially, thing. Especially, I love about. that you do that, Elizabeth, especially, and, and just be cognizant, like, especially with the overnight crews, we are yeah. hungry, we're tired bring coffee. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you're a guest, if you can right. get into the studios, like, don't be afraid to like, and you know, say, Hey, can I meet the executive producer, meet the news team, yeah. meet the people who have been working on your show all night for uh, on your segment all night for the past eight yeah. hours. Don't it's okay. We love bagels. We love I, orange juice. And- <laughs> I'm either a cookie, you're getting cookies afterwards, you're getting ba- whatever is right, like local exactly. and like black owned, you're getting that. Like whatever I can find that will All deliver that. it, we're doing that. Mm-hmm. But I think too, other things are like, you know, connect with them on LinkedIn, maybe write them a LinkedIn recommendation. Yes, absolutely. Go through and just be of service too, because to your point, it's such a huge value to be put you know, to be put on TV and the trust that they're instilling in you not to come in and like shit the bed on national television. I think that that is something that, you know, you should be paying it forward to them specifically, like indefinitely, (laughs) because it's a big deal. And everybody's super nice. Like look at friendships, you know, that have come out of really connecting with producers. And it's important because what we end up doing is if your story idea doesn't work for my show, then I'm going to, you know, I've been in this Mm. business for 20 years. So I'm going to send you over to, you know, a friend at ABC or a friend at, you know, back at CNN or a friend at, you know, wherever I'm going to send you to one of my friends, you know, producer friend, because that's what what we do. So that's why it's important to develop those relationships. And don't just send me a, you know, don't just send me a a pitch. And then that's the last time you want to make sure, because what happens after I'm gone, make sure you, you know, talk to other people in the newsroom. That's the other thing that I wanted to say, make sure when you come into, when you have these uh, segments and you come in for, Mm -hmm. for as a guest, 
make sure you talk to other producers because we move around. We move all around the country. You know, I could be in LA and then yeah. you'll never, you know, so then you're, right. you're connected. That particular news station is gone. So you make yeah, sure you connect so with right. other producers, right? Yeah. I was, I've been yeah. on shows. I was on home and family and then was, became really close with that producer. And then that show was kind of a victim of COVID, right? They never came back, but now right. she's at another show. Right. And we're still yeah. very connected. So there's opportunities that are there. And I mean, yeah. I just, I love that point. I think that it's a really good opportunity to give people voices that really need to be heard because if it's just white men at this point, then that's really going to kind of control the narrative that gets out. So I think anybody who's doubting themselves, but feels really passionately about something, then you yeah. kind of owe it to everybody who might need to hear what you have to say to at least, it's, you know, send the email, do the research yeah. on Google, become a subject matter expert, even if it's something that you're not typically, you know, um, working with day to day. I still think if you're really passionate about it, that can come through. And I was going to ask you too. I just loved your point about, you know, what, we t what we've seen in the past is just a, a lineup of white men. And Elizabeth, mm -hmm. you know, you're just so aware of things like this. But in our newsroom, we make it a point to, you know, in most newsrooms now, they make it a point to make sure, look at our, look at the contributors, look at the, um, the experts. Is it, do we have women? Do we have men? Do we have people yeah. of color? Do we have different you know, ideas, that's important. So never think, okay, well, I don't look like this person, so I can't pitch. We are looking yeah. for diversity. So that's, that's our main thing now. That's yeah. a big thing now, especially after 2020. Mm -hmm. That's a huge thing in newsrooms now. Yeah, to your point, I, I love that. And, you know, I'm a white woman, right? And there are a lot of white women have a lot of platforms right now. So I'm aware of that. And I would rather have that time go to friends, right? And I, I think about the women of color in my circle and coaches that are incredible. And I don't always ask the producers first, but I'll send an email and I'll be like, here's a producer at so-and-so. I think that you should pitch them and say that we're friends as well. And But it's yes. good to kind of like push everybody else forward too. So those producer Absolutely. contacts that you make serve you, but they can serve all these other people in your orbit that really deserve that space to have their voice heard and to have their face seen. Can you imagine, Elizabeth, and you do this, this is just, you're just a one of one, but like when you send a producer, say, you know, if you and I, and you, you've been on my shows, hey, I know this amazing Asian woman who can speak to blah, 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 that's happening in the Asian community. Yeah. That's a reason, you are helping me because how am I going to go find, you know what I mean? Like right. I have to go to my booking producer. Now you're giving me resources. And so be of help to producers. Yeah. And that's the main thing. That's how you can be an asset. And that's how you develop those relationships. So what do you think about video pitches? Because I know that I did that for CNN. And I feel mm -hmm. like that made it a little easier too. if somebody can get on um, and send a video accompanying their written pitch, that is, you know, a 15, 30 second elevator pitch okay. in video. Do you think that that's a good idea or not necessary? Yeah. I, I've, I, you know, I've never, I don't know that I've seen it. You, did you send me a video pitch? No, it was Mimi. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> like it was Mimi here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cause I don't know that I've seen the video pitch, but typically what I do is go straight to your Instagram anyway. Cause I want it. Right. That's, that's your audition for me. And so, yeah. uh, for a lot of producers. So once you send the pitch, we go yeah. straight to where we can see you talk, where we can see how you look, where we can see your background, we can see all those things. So your Instagram is your is your um, is your audition for us. But yeah. if you can send a video and it doesn't crash our computer, then please do. 
Right. I do. I've sent them via like a YouTube private link. So I have a YouTube channel, but I can record it and then put it there. So all I have to do is click on the link. Nobody has to download anything. You don't want anybody to have to download anything. Right. But I I think that that's a great way to just show like really quick. Here are the three talking points that I want to discuss and then do a really quick open and a really quick close. And there to your point, you can still go, you could still go look on Instagram, but you also have these points really kind of, and it's easier for you to pitch, right? And those pitch meetings, like, here we go. I'll, I'll forward you the video and I'll explain it. I think that this is so I love important. That. I feel like right now, I, I appreciate your time. And you guys, the course is a steal. Like do it. It's an investment in yourself. And like Rachel Power says, we should all be millionaires. And if we're going to try to be millionaires this year, you better get out of your comfort zone. You better start taking yes. credit for the stuff that you're doing. And that means being mm-hmm. visible. So definitely go to Tamisha's LinkedIn page, Tamisha Harris, too. We're going to put that link. And then we're going to put a link to uh, Picture Perfect course at the bottom of this yep. episode. Pictureperfectcourse.com. Yes. Yes. Pictureperfectcourse.com. <laughs> You're one of my favorite people ever. Uh, you you know we love a chance each other. When That's nobody else would. I know. I know. <laughs> She's the real deal. She's out to help people. That is the intention. That's the intention behind everything you've ever done. So it's very much Thank appreciated. You. And I'm grateful for your time today. Thank you. And I'm grateful for you as well. Thank you, Elizabeth. This is amazing. 